Welcome to the Simply Resilient podcast, episode number 69, an interview with Ashley Weinert. My name is Jesse Ellertson, and I am a certified life coach and a military wife who is in the trenches of life with each of you. This podcast is for military wives who know how to handle the challenges of deployments and frequent trainings, but want to improve the experience that they are having in the process. If you are ready to thrive while your husband is away, then you are in the right place. Okay, you guys, I have a special treat for you today. Last week, I was able to interview Ashley Weinert of Counting Our Heroes Home, and I'm so excited to share that interview with you guys today on the podcast. So with that, here we go. Ashley, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So my name is Ashley Weinert and I'm from Wisconsin, um, as you might be able to tell from my accent. Um, and I am a military spouse um, and mom of five. So my husband is in the Wisconsin National Guard and he has been in for the last 15 years. We recently just went through a 13 month deployment where he was deployed to Afghanistan. Mm. So we just got done with that in August. And so we have had him back for a few months and have been going through the reintegration stage, (laughs) (laughs) which with five kids and our oldest is nine, our youngest is two, has been an interesting, an interesting transition. (laughs) And this was your first deployment together? Yeah. So, um, my husband and I have actually been friends. Um, I moved to Wisconsin about 18 years ago and my husband was one of the very first people that I met. So we've actually been best friends for 18 years and we actually didn't start like dating until about five years ago and got married four years ago. Uh, but he deployed 10 years ago, um, but was 21 single, didn't have kids. Um, just kind of like a different, (laughs) a different experience than this time. So we, I, I talk a lot about even for him, the big differences between being single, no kids, no wife back home to then the second time he deployed, it was like, Oh, now I have a wife. We have, you know, five kids, just kind of a way different story, even for him and what those deployments look like. And Oh, absolutely. Felt like for him, we're a blended family, you know, mm-hmm. of five. So I had two kids from a previous relationship. He had two kids from a previous relationship and we have one together. Oh, so yeah. obviously yeah. like our life is already kind of not what we thought life would bring us, but we've been friends for 18 years. Our kids, our kids grew up together before we were together, you know? So it's like, it's an interesting, like his, his son is actually my godson and my daughter is his goddaughter. So like, we've always just had a super close relationship. So our oldest is nine and he has autism. So I also like to share that with families, just who might be going through a deployment with a kiddo who also has a disability, just some of the challenges that you have and really helping them understand that, you know, it's hard. It's a hard concept to grasp for any kid, the time, the distance of a deployment, what that means. But especially for a kiddo that, you know, has a disability, my, my son does have a really close relationship with my husband. And so it was a, it was a hard thing to understand, you know, to understand, but it's been really actually fun to see their relationship grow more now that he's back, because I think, I think the coming back for kids is really important to see that. Oh, yeah you know, they left and they came back. So all of our kids are super, like I said, super close in age and they were kind of all raised together anyway. So then my stepdaughter is eight. So I don't, I don't generally, when I post refer to them as my stepchildren, and that's just because they call me mom. That's something that we let them guide the discussions of things. But 
our, at the time when we got together, our, our two youngest were both one. So it's also like Aww. in the perspective of like a one-year-old, we've just been family forever, <laughs> you know? Aww. So they were, they were one, one, three, and four. So they just don't know anything different than we are a family together. You know? So yeah, that's so beautiful. Our youngest is two and a half. So we went boy, girl, boy, girl, boy. (laughs) Love it. So fun. Yeah. No. Yeah. They fight. I mean, my kids fight like siblings, like it doesn't matter where they can't, you know, Mm -mm. the nice thing is, is that when they're here, they're all here together. Like we have a very like nice like schedule that they're always here together. So they don't ever like go a long time, like without seeing each other, you know, without seeing each other, without really being like a part of the family, you know, together, but they're always in constant competition about everything. Cause I think when you're that close, they're in two different grades though. So it's always like, well, I can read first yeah you're older so that's normal <laughs> you know like you're in a different grade I lost my tooth first I'm I'm taller I'm like you know so it's always like they're just and I think siblings in general but especially when they're that close in age it's always like oh but I can do this and you can't <laughs> I think that's so funny and a very natural thing of these siblings especially yeah. when I think it's hard as a parent when your kids fight in general and I think for me I've always been very like critical you know it's a blended family I'm always like oh my gosh I you know I want this to be as easy as possible for my kids you know like how can I make this easier and it's like then I see them fight and I'm like but this is normal you know like I remember times and you know I don't always get along with my siblings and then I always try to tell them that I always tell my kids I hope that you there's five of you you are creating four relation you know four relationships with your siblings that will last forever and these are people that will always have your back so yeah when I like what you said earlier, where you were like, it doesn't matter where they came from, they're siblings and they're, they're going to fight like their siblings. It doesn't matter, you know, if, you know, it's a blended family or not, they are, this is all normal. Like that's so beneficial to remind yourself, like nothing's gone wrong here. They're just fighting. And that's what siblings do. One, I, I think in general, as a parent, we don't see, my friends don't share when their kids fight on Facebook. No. I mean, I probably don't share when my kids fight on Facebook. I mean, like, or social media or whatever. Like, that's not the stuff that we're sharing, but I think it's so beneficial to remember that. It's happening all, in everybody's home. You know, we're all, you know, it's like, no matter what you're, if you're a military, if it's military, if you're going through deployment, whatever the case might be, it's like, we're all going through this. And I think like, sometimes it's helpful to just normal. I mean, normalize that because moms were like, oh, I'm failing in something because my kids are fighting. And then it's like, mm-hmm. then you talk to another parent and you're like, oh, if they're like, no, you're fine. You know, like <laughs> they're all in the same boat here. <laughs> like, yes, we're all in the same boat. Let's all be in the same boat. Help support each other. I mean, really, that's like what, I mean, that's what you're communicating community is about is supporting each other. And that's, you know, the community I'm creating is about supporting other parents that are being parents, you know, going, you know, and the deployments and military is just another piece of it. Exactly. And I, I'm really, am excited to get into your business and counting our heroes home so we can hear all about that. But first I want to hear just a little bit more about your background. You mentioned to me how you have a background in social work. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. When I went to college, I got a bachelor's degree in social work and that was just the versatility of social work. I knew I wanted to be a counselor of some sort, but having the background in social work versus like psychology, there just was more job opportunities. You just, our world is always changing. You never know. I wanted to go on to get my master's degree, but 
life happens. So what if that didn't, you know, what if that didn't happen for me? You know, what if something, you know, I just, I wanted to have options for what I could do. So my bachelor's degree is in social work, though. I will tell people I've never worked. I've never worked as an actual like social worker, but it was just to give me that background and experience in a variety of like fields, but also very helpful. I think um, in training and learning how to work with families that are going, you know, going through a difficult, that are going through a difficult time. I mean, that's really usually when social workers are involved, like with families. Yes. And so I actually did go on to get my master's degree right away. And I have my master's degree in school counseling. And I had my, I had my, I did have my first son, like while I was in my master's program and still finished and finished on time. So (laughs) incredible. I don't know know how that happened, but once I finished and got my degree, I actually did get a job as a middle school counselor and it was not what I thought it was going to be. I'll just kind of put that out there was not what I thought it was going to be. Middle school was really a trying time for me. And I think kind of like, I always want to be an elementary school teacher. I think my heart's always been with working with younger kids. And so middle school was just a little bit different than what I thought. (laughs) Different than what I thought. It was, it was very challenging, very tough. It is, I think it's very rare to find elementary school counseling jobs because I think the people that get into it stay for a really long time because, and I think being an elementary counselor too, like I wanted to help impact kids very early on, not to say that middle school is too late, but just to have a more like substantial impact and helping them learn about like feelings, navigating relationships and things like that. And also elementary school counseling is more like teaching in that, you know, you are teaching them different skills. And when I did my, you have to do an internship at elementary school, like when you get your degree and I loved it. Cause I got to be in front of a class of little kids and it's like, they look up to you like you're this most amazing person in their life. Yeah. Whereas we know once you get to middle school and high school, you're not as appreciated. You don't, <laughs> you don't listen and you don't think it's good information anymore. <laughs> So one of my friends worked for um, our local like health department, you know, like our department of health and human services. And there was a job opportunity to be like a trauma, trauma informed care, like trainer, like, and I was like, you know, at the time the counseling job was only part-time, you know, it was part-time versus full-time. I was driving and I was commuting an hour versus being closer to home. And so I decided to apply for this job and I got this job. And what I find very interesting is during my entire training to be a counselor, I never learned about trauma, how trauma impacts a kid and everything that I learned, like from that job, it's like, I would be a much better counselor now because I could just see it from a different perspective of how trauma Mm -hmm. changes your brain and how trauma impacts, you know, they were having me work with middle school kids who weren't doing their homework, but the root of the problem had nothing to do with the homework. Mm -hmm. You know, it had nothing to do with the homework, but I did, I couldn't see it. And I couldn't see it from that perspective. Mm -hmm. So I love, you know, that I tried something new. I ended up working at the County for almost five years in that type type of role. It kind of shifted over the years to eventually being the prevention specialist, which was still focused on youth. I was still kind of the trauma trainer. So kids that had experienced trauma, kids that were in foster homes, but also um, substance use prevention, which I'm very passionate about um, and really loved working with kids and kind of impacting that. But working at the county, I got to work at it from like a countywide level of how can we stop kids from starting to smoke and things and all that we're all tied to trauma, you know, different traumas and why do kids start using and different things like that. So 
What an incredible experience. Yeah. I'm like, it's, it's interesting how I always tell my kids, I was like, sometimes the best laid plans change, but I feel like for me, that's just been a way for me to grow and learn more. Cause now I, you know, now going back, I'm like, I would be a much different, much better counselor now knowing what your experience wasn't even from formal training. That was just from experience and life and, you know, learning about different things. And so yeah, deployment brought about a lot of changes like for my job and I ended up leaving that job and it kind of it kind of came to the point of like when you're the parent on the home front there is a lot of pressure to be everything to everybody (laughs) and you know work was pulling me in one direction and kids and pandemic and you know everything at once and so you know my husband and I kind of agreed that we could afford for me to step back and leave that job and it was the best thing for me, for my mental health. Like it just was honestly like the best thing was a blessing in disguise because I had kind of had a side project that I was working on already. That's what I want to hear about now. And it was kind of a, it's a nice like segue to jumping like all into, you know, what, what I could do and how I could like jump all into that business. So tell me about this side gig that suddenly became front, front gig, full gig. <laughs> So it was during my husband's deployment, he left in July of 2019, but I, we knew by like October or November the year before. And so it was like going into the holidays. Like he kind of knew it was very emotional. Like he knew those holidays, like he wouldn't be there next year. Like we didn't tell our kids that soon, but for anybody who's wondering if pre-deployment like anxiety is really a thing. It totally is. <laughs> it totally is. Like once you know it's coming, you kind of wish for it just to come because you at least then, you know, it's you kind of have your mini countdown. You're counting down to the official countdown, you know, like I'm yes. counting down to when I have to start really counting, counting down. <laughs> but because of my back, you know, because of my background with working with kids and like trauma and like traumatic experiences, I was like, oh my gosh, like I was like researching everything. Like, what can I do, you know, to make sure that this is the least disruptive to their lives? Like, how can I, I don't know how, you know, how can I just make this a better deployment? It's never going to be a great experience. So I'm trying to think, you know, it's like, how do you make this a better experience when you know, it's already going to be difficult for them. So, you know, just in all the things that they could use and buying books and creating deployment walls and deployment countdowns and how do you create a countdown when you don't know the end of the countdown? You know, it was like... all these things that we're wondering, like, how do we do these things? And so I, you know, I had put a lot of time and energy into that and was always, I feel like you learn, you learn from the things that go well and you learn from the things that, you know, don't go well. And I think absolutely one thing for myself, like to take care of me that I really got into during deployment was subscription boxes. Mm -hmm. So it was really fun to receive these boxes, um, whether it was like self-care products or just different things. I receiving a fun little box in the um, in the mail every month was super exciting for me. And even my kids would get excited, like, Oh mom, your box is here, you know? And it wasn't like for them, but it was like something that made like me excited. And I did find a subscription box that was specific for military wives that were going through deployment called brave crate. And I subscribed and I was like, you know, like this would be awesome if something existed like this for kids, because I'm like, they are also going through this deployment. They are also counting down. And then I think as like the parent, I'm like, if I could have just had, you know, everything that I needed at my fingertips, 
tips, like for my kids, Yes. like how much easier could it be? Like, obviously I can't prevent any hardships from coming to any families, but I feel like it takes the guest work out of that feeling like you have to research and know everything. Oh, and just God. knowing that you have a community of support around you. So when I researched and didn't find anything that existed, I was like, I have to do this. Like, yeah. I just have to do it. And I've never, I've never sold anything. I've never ran a business. <laughs> like I don't have a background in business. Like it literally was born out of just, I felt compelled to share because I feel like if you feel like you have a solution to a problem, like why won't, why won't I want to help everybody solve the problem? You know, like I went through this, I had, you know, five kids. I mean, that's a, you have six, you know, you have six kids, you know, like when you go and you, especially like if you have a big family, like you feel pulled in a million directions already, but when you have five kids and you're one person, it's like, you know, how can I help other families? Even if you, they only have one kid, but like being the parent on the home front just comes with a lot of responsibility. And it does. I, What's so cool about your box or, or subscription boxes in general, but specifically yours, because it's towards kids and the family on the home front is that it's giving them all a little boost right at once because with multiple kids and with multiple needs, you're like trying to help this one and then trying to help this one. And then, you know, they all need different things, but something like this is such a boost in their month, in their countdown. And all at the same time, everyone gets a boost. I just think that is so cool. Yeah. And I, I mean, the hardest part was really nailing down a name. I would say like, I, when I had this idea, I was like, okay, this is a great idea, but like, Mm -hmm. What do we call it? Yeah. Well, I mean, what do you, what do you call it? So I really wanted to focus on heroes, like, you know, when our heroes are gone and it is considered like a deployment countdown, but it certainly could be used for like longer, like trainings, um, or TDYs or anything, you know, like that where, um, they just really want something to count down and the box itself serves as a countdown. Yes. You know, like every month that you get one, you know, or like, let's say we have three months left to get this box, you know, every month that they get that box in the mail serves as a countdown in and of itself. But when I first like came up with the idea, I was like, I want there to be a different countdown in every box. So that's kind of why it became the, like the name counting our heroes Mm -hmm. home. Most of my countdowns in my box come from creators on Etsy and most of them are military spouses, you know, they're military spouses that who have created these for their families. And so I love being able to share then about these shop owners that are also military families that have gone through deployment and are wanting to do, you know, share their countdown systems with other people. So that was kind of like the main thing and kind of what helped build the name, (laughs) I guess. Well, and it's such a win-win to be able to support these military family businesses and then also get that word out, have that, have that awesome stuff in your box to make it even more exciting for your customers. I love it. That's such a win-win. Yeah. So that was, so the countdown tool was like the main thing where like the name came from. But then the other thing that I knew I wanted to include was a deployment related book aimed towards kids. So this can be tricky because yes, our box is very much aimed towards any type of military family. Most people probably know there are way more books out there aimed towards dads that are deploying versus moms. So right now, like I told you, I have the opportunity to specialize things. And, you know, like if I know 
specifically that I have like a mom or a dad, like I have that opportunity to customize things a little bit. It'll get a little bit trickier as we grow, but, yeah. and most of um, my subscribers right now, it is the dad that is deployed, but I know that that is changing, um, coming yeah. up here in the new year, but we want everybody to feel welcome. So I don't want people to be like, Oh, she always includes books about dads. Right. Though I would say that a large majority of them are the dad is leaving. It's just, yeah. I mean, the books that are created, but what I like about that is I always include discussion questions um, of what families could talk about, like what came up like with that book. Cause I think not only is reading comprehension, just something that our kids are doing and learning in school, but yeah. it also just helps them process, you know, what they read, what they're, you know, what they're going through, what they're learning about. I know like, so for our, for November, our book was um, Lily Hates Goodbyes. Mm -hmm. And it is a really good book that really tackles like all the feelings. Like what are all the feelings that you can have throughout deployment? And especially even like reintegration, you know, and I, I have one kiddo that with reintegration is very angry. And so even like having those books now to like, for reintegration to be like, it is okay to feel that, you know, what's an appropriate way to express you know, those feelings. And I think as my experience as a school counselor, you know, and obviously I have, you know, kids that are about in elementary school age too, how can we really look at those feelings and express those feelings in a healthy way? And I want families to be able to have these meaningful conversations. And some of the books that we have, have discussion questions in them, which is even better yeah. um, because they just have those built in. But I always include some more questions oh, no. too, for like families to like think about. And even if it's about reintegration, I know we're not often thinking about that, but but it's good it, to, yeah. it's good to hold on, you know, have, hold on to those books or maybe as you get closer then maybe re tackle those questions to talk about things that might come up and the feelings that you might feel. I know there's, I can't think of the book off the top of my head. There's one that I want to include it. So maybe I won't share, but there's just one that we read. I read with my kids and they were like, the, the child is just very angry when the parent comes home and just doesn't understand, you know, well, mom, let me do this. Like now you're not letting me, you know? And so I think like sometimes just realize normalizing it for the kids that it's okay to feel that way like what they wouldn't think they'd feel angry when they got their parent back mm -hmm. but it's just because everything changes you know everything is different and so I think helping them to see that there's other kids and that's what I love most about these books is because they're not all written by military families some of them are you know families that have experienced it and just understand like you know what it what it's like to go through that process and just really normalizing it for those kids and then just giving them as a family things to things to have those discussions about so mm -hmm. Well, I think yeah. those, those discussion questions are, are so helpful because kids are thinking and feeling a lot of things, but they rarely will bring it up. They don't really know how they don't have the skills yet. And then we as parents don't always know what to ask to kind of foster that discussion. And I, in my own parenting, I have often found that kids feel safer to have a discussion over like a book or uh, even a TV show to say like, did you see what happened in that show? Like that was really hard for them to go through that. Or did you see in this book? And, and then they're kind of, rather than talking about, this is how I'm feeling. They're saying like, I get how that person's feeling. You know, it's almost easier for them to get that one step removed. And then they feel more comfortable to share kind of what's on their mind about that. So I can see that being so valuable. Yeah. And I think, especially even with, I had one um, subscriber that reached out to me and was like, you know, she's like her daughter really connected with that 
book, you know, and really like used it as her sharing book for school, you know, cause yeah. she felt like she could put herself, you know, I think to really understand empathy too, like that's such an abstract concept for kids, but to put herself herself in that girl's shoes and be like, well, I know what she feels, you know, what she's feeling and what she's going through. So I just think there's always such a really big lesson. I mean, a big lesson to be pulled from. And for November, our theme happened to be like hunt the good stuff. So we were really like, how can we still find the positives? And that book kind of like shifted the focus from she was so angry, but then like, how could she still see the good that was going on around her? And I think right now, especially the holidays is a tough time. Like when you're doing it on your own, like I know how overwhelmed I felt like last year, just trying to be everything to everybody, you know, like you feel like there's a bigger expectation in the holidays, you know, to make it a special experience. And I think I just want families to realize, you know, you're still creating memories. They look so different, but you're still creating beautiful memories with your kids. I promise you, you do learn so much from deployment. And it's like you, I look back at like, and I'm like, I can't even I feel like I aged like 10 years in one year of deployment, but I feel like that's in like growth and like, what did I learn? And, you know, just, I feel like it can be so powerful for your family to grow together. And so that's really like, I feel like this box was like, you know, it's getting your family together to sit down, have those conversations. Like if you're not having those conversations for nine months or however long your deployment is, And then all of a sudden the parent comes back, there is going to be a lot of feelings if we didn't ever talk about those feelings. So I think that's another thing that I include in the box is a family activity every month, because I want the family to sit down together and do that activity, um, whatever it might be. And I do try to include up to like enough stuff for about five kids. So Like I said, if you have one kid, you're going to get a lot of extra stuff. <laughs> but if you have, you know, if you have five kids, you know, I try to have a good variety of things for them to do so that nobody feels left out. Everybody wow. feels like they get to do their own, their own thing. I think for November too, it was like they created a care package. So I sent them yeah. like things to create a care package. So obviously that's that. another thing that you can do to really come together, do something for your parent that's gone and really work. That also helps build that relationship with the parent on the home front. Cause most of our activities, like kids aren't going to be doing them by themselves unless you have older kids that can kind of like take over and right. do it. And then in our group, I always have one of my kids usually jump in and show like how the activity works or what you're supposed to do or what it kind of looks like awesome. when you're completing it so that they can kind of see them. They can see another kid that's doing the activity, but also then the family's like, oh, okay, now we have a little bit better idea of how this works. Well, that's another value that I can really see in your box. One that we were just talking about care packages. And I think it's mm-hmm. so perfect that we're sending our husband's care packages. And now someone, Ashley is sending us care packages. They're the heroes away and we're the heroes at home. Like we are all like in it together. And I, I love that. That's so sweet. And then another thing, just you talking about your, your kids getting on and demonstrating the activities, because one thing that my kids struggle with in particular, when my husband's away, besides a lot of the things you would expect, you know, is it's really hard for them. We're, we're in the national guard too. So we're not really like in a military community and none of their friends are going through what they're going through. They, they feel a little bit isolated in their experience because, you know, they're watching their friends, hang out with their dads. They're watching their friends not have to deal with this and think about this and experience this. And it makes them feel a little bit isolated. And I think that would be such a value of like your community and of this box to know this box is going to military families 
across the country, around the world, whatever, who are also experiencing exactly what you're experiencing. Their dads are gone to, their moms are gone to, they're the home front family, we're the home front family, like to just give them that experience. We as military spouses are out finding that for ourselves saying like, okay, I don't want to feel alone in this. So I'm going to connect with other military spouses, but kids don't really have that opportunity, I guess, unless you're in that military community, which, you know, so many of the families are, but for those of us that aren't kids don't have that opportunity to connect with other kids experiencing what they're experiencing. So I can see that being another great value that comes from having this box come every month as they know this box goes to our family and their family and their family, like all these home front families. Like, I love that you call it that. That's so cool. So I don't know if I mentioned this, but another thing that we always include in the boxes, I like to include like a personalized, like note of encouragement. I like to get to know all of my subscribers. Like I said, when we're small, that's really easy to do. I include a note, but my kids actually handwrite a note like to the kids that the box is going to. And so it's usually they provide just a little bit of like, you know, we got through this. So can you, you know, they just want to provide a little encouragement to be like, you know, we're military kids who made it through deployment. You can do it. So I feel like it's always helpful to have that. And like you said, in a sense of a community, like you're not alone. Other kids have other kids and families have gone through this. Like I didn't have a tribe of people here. Mm -hmm. I mean, my family was here, but I didn't have like a tribe of people to like that knew what it was like. I mean, I, (laughs) I even had people like when the deployment was over, they're like, oh, that went really fast. And I was like, yeah, yeah. you know, cause it's like their perspective is different. They're just like, oh, that went super fast. And oh, it's like, yeah. obviously when you're in it, you're like 13 months did not go by really that fast. Was <laughs> I have a podcast episode that talks about how I like to compare deployments to pregnancies because I like to find things that (laughs) help civilians understand what a deployment feels like to you because that same experience will happen to me when I'm almost about to have a baby. Be like, oh, you're you're already due. Like that went so fast. I'm like, no, it didn't. That was nine months and it was slow. (laughs) And it's the same with, I mean, there's so many funny little similarities between like- Oh, for sure. Well, I I would, I think too, and just the sense that like the person who's experiencing the pregnancy, it's going to feel very different to you than to the people around you. Yeah. One thing too that I include, so the box is mostly aimed towards the kids. And obviously I want the parent to be involved with like the activity and helping like with the countdown and helping with those conversations. But there is always one thing in the box for the parent as like the parent tool. So I try to include things that I feel like would be helpful during a deployment, but also just life. (laughs) Like as a parent, I'm like, what like little like tidbit, you know, can I provide to this family? family. And then usually the tool goes hand in hand with some sort of like training that we do in the group. And that could just be like as simple as like, you know, me providing just information about, you know, how I use that tool or what I'm doing with that tool. So we've done like a meal planning notepad. So if families aren't really familiar with meal planning, you know, I love meal planning. (laughs) So like, that was like, I'm like, I got this. We're totally going to talk about it because especially I think when you have, when you have a family, a five week meal plan all the time, but then if you think about how do you plan, how do you plan for deployment? You know, how do you, you know, like, how do I make sure? Cause you know, if you're still cooking or things like that, and I love cooking, which is also why I include like the recipe videos and stuff, because I try to include things that my kids like. So what's kid friendly. And then also things that are super quick and easy to like, just do it and be done 
done with it or hey Make you can it do ahead this and then freeze it like <laughs> whatever you need to do and for people who aren't you know just don't don't cook very often or I know there are some families where like the parent that's leaving is the person that normally cooks meals you know I just hope that'll provide some some something for them like a nugget oh. or some takeaway of something that they could maybe do but of course I'm like deployment we're all you know our kids will eat chicken nuggets and and cereal for dinner <laughs> they will eat cereal and chicken nuggets you're gonna feel the feels but I don't yeah. want people to ever feel alone like I yeah. felt so alone because I didn't know who I could share it with and my I hope that my community always like if they have those days where they feel that way that they will you know they'll come to our community. They'll reach out, they'll talk. You know, I even have people who reach out to me who aren't in our community. And I'm like, I would love to give you anything that, you know, any information that I can give you for free. Like, I don't, you know, (laughs) like I'll give you all this information and help support you. Like, what do you need? Like, I just don't want anybody to ever feel alone. And I think, you know, you talk a lot about it in your podcast, you know, or in the things that you're doing with life coaching, it just about like our mental health, like really how can we take care of ourselves like during this time too? Cause I think when you're, when you're parenting <laughs> my, I mean, my self-care was not good during deployment. Like and yeah, you're pri- you go down on your list of priorities. <laughs> we try to do everything and be everything to everyone <laughs> yeah. on the home front. You know, we're trying to be everything and super supportive, obviously to, you know, our significant other that's deployed um mm. and to our family and you know sometimes that it can weigh on you differently so again this community is meant to support and lift each other up because it's you know we're having I know I have subscribers who are having babies like without their husband here you know it's very common like they're having babies and their their kids are growing their kids are sick their kids are breaking bones like you know all these things are going on and even now with this pandemic like life is so different and scary for our kids and so it's like it kind of becomes overwhelming and so I feel like especially now you know it was kind of like why now but why not now you know like especially during the pandemic I feel like if you can get everything you need like delivered to your house you don't have to worry about planning you know you don't have to do that. Like you can slow down, like just enjoy the moments without things being planned. And especially now, like if you can't go anywhere, I'm going to send you stuff you can do at home. That's still fun that you still get to do together as a family. So why not now? Because I feel like we need something to, you know, spark some joy. I want kids when they get the mail to be excited, to be happy and have something to look forward to during deployment. That's awesome. I think a a huge value that you're your service and your community offers that you're creating here is just like you say that information is out there. Like for example, how you have that experience with your son who has a disability, these other military families with a deployed parent. And then they've got, if they have a child with a disability, there's resources out there for them, but they're already in overwhelm. They're already giving everything they have that it's just one more thing to have to go find those resources, but to know that they just have that with you. And then similarly with what they get in the box and what they get, you know, in the support in the community, they, they can go find meal planning, right? They can go order things on Etsy for themselves, but it's just one more thing that they don't have that to give. So then it just gets, it just doesn't happen. And so if they have this, you know, kind of all in one service that they subscribe to with you, they are getting their needs met in so many ways that they don't have to go find it and do it. Like you said, you just take care of it. It's just on their doorstep. There's something for their kids. There's something for them. There's a community. There's other people who are going through it. It's so much value just packed into that, into that one subscription. I love it so much. I can't wait for my husband to deploy again. So and maybe I'll even <laughs> find out before he goes. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I hope 
And I think sometimes it's hard to communicate, you know, to communicate, how do you communicate that in an ad, like everything you get, you know, and I think that's essentially what I would say is like, it is, it's like pushing the easy button. Somebody just do it for me. And I one part of this for me. And, you know, it's like, I just get excited knowing that I get to, you know, bring joy to families. I feel so honored to be on their deployment journeys. I am super honored that they would welcome me into their homes and like take a chance because you don't know when something's new, but I just like, I want them to know that I, I enjoy sending it to them. Like I, on shipping day, I'm like, Oh, I'm so excited. You know, I like, I don't think anybody's like, it's like a kid on Christmas. Like I'm excited for them to get their gifts. I like picking out things like for these boxes. I always put a lot of time and energy into what goes in them. One other thing, I think the only other thing I didn't mention that's in there is a treat. If you're having a hard day and you just get a little treat in the box, like that was always the first thing that I wanted to open. Like when I got a box that came with treats and so I was like, Hmm, I feel like this would be fun. Like to just have a little fun, like treat because we all have those hard deployment days. So like, why not have something, have something that we can just grab and like snack on, or, you know, we've sent like popcorn or like brownie bites. Like we've just done like different, like fun things that you could enjoy. Well, it's so fun to try new treats because sometimes when you're at the store or, uh, you know, looking online, you kind of don't even know what to try, but to just get them in the mail, you're like, I'm trying this new treat. That's so fun. I love that. Yeah. My hope is that ultimately like this could become a gift that the deploying service member is sending home to their families because Mm. it's the gift that keeps on giving, but it's something that they have a desire to be more supportive to their family at home, but then you're just going to take care of it. I love it. I want everything to be fun and not feel overwhelming. So even with our trainings, I, you can be as involved or as much as you want or as little as you want. In and, the group, yeah. yeah. So we do that all in our separate like subscriber group, but those, I mean, to be honest, and I tell people now, if you signed up now, you're still going to see all of my training videos. You can right. access any of the things that I have um, given information on for the last like three months. So it's like, you still can have access to that information when you're ready for it. So if you're not ready, like, and I said that with meal planning, if you're not ready to meal plan right now, you're not in a good headspace to make changes. Don't (laughs) like, it'll just because deployment has ups and downs. And if you're in a point where you're like, we're in survival mode, don't worry about meal planning. I'm not going to be offended if you don't like I, but the resource will be there when you're ready for it, when you're ready to look at it. It might even be, you know, when you're, when they're home, you know, and you're like, okay, like now let's look at meal planning. Cause I feel like I want to start, you know, and we always start small and then work, you know, and work up to like what they can do or like this month it's self-care. So it's really just me giving them information about things that they're probably already doing that they don't classify as self-care. Oh yeah. Just being, you know, and being more purposeful about the time that we're taking for ourselves because we don't. And the nice thing, so in our November box, everybody got a massage roller. And I, I think even our subscribers are having their kiddos help out with giving massages. So, yes. you know, it is a useful tool that, you know, that they can take advantage of too. So it's just meant to be, it is meant to be easy. I don't want people to look at it like, oh, it's work. It's yeah. not, you know, it's not work. You don't have to do work, You but you get out what you put in, right? You know, so 
if you're super active in the training and you provide a lot of feedback, you know, you are going to be helping other families, but you're probably going to get more out of it too. But I'm always very active and present, like in our group, we're here for each other to support each other. Always. You shouldn't have to, you know, go through, you shouldn't have to go through these experiences alone and we don't want families to do that. So I think that point you brought up is so valuable to remember that there there's ups and downs to the deployment. I think that we forget about that. We think, okay, we hard ride at first and then we'll be smooth sailing, but you'll, you'll, things will be going along well and you'll be like meal planning and things and then something will happen or the holidays will come or something that you'll kind of go low for a while and that's totally okay just let yourself be in that lower place and then know like and then it'll go back up and then I'll be more on top of doing my self-care and getting involved in the groups that are so helpful to me you know to have to expect that ebb and flow and to know that that's totally normal and just let it be what it is. That's so good. You know, a lot of, like I said, a lot of times from the lows, I don't know, you just realize I didn't, I didn't realize how strong I was until I went through deployment. Yeah. And so, I mean, I appreciate that and understand that. And I think like you just go through so many emotions though, because of it, as things change, our deployment got extended, you know, like other people came home early and he got extended, you know, it's like, yeah. it's not, it's not fair, but it's not like normal. It's not typical. I don't know if there's a typical <laughs> deployment, you know, like. I it, don't know if there is, but we do have <laughs> that idea in our head for sure. And that's another value of interacting with a lot of military families is to know, like, there are so many ways to experience this, so many different experiences. There's not just one way to experience military life, let alone a deployment. And even I would say, I think we have a um, subscriber in our group, like their um, husband is not deployed, but is just unaccompanied right now, you know, so yeah. it's like, there's so many different aspects of it. It's like, they might not be in a combat combat zone. Like not every deployment is a combat deployment. Yeah. It's not going to be the same for any soldier that's deploying versus like the parent, you know, us on the home front, like it's not the same, but we can provide, you know, we can pull meaning from our experiences to help each other. Why not? You know, like you said, military community is a great community to be a part of, to help support each other. So, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's so good. It's so <laughs> valuable to talk to people who get it. There's yeah. nothing quite as supportive as that it happens again like we'll be more prepared for it the next time you know so yeah I think every time you go through deployment you're just you're in a different place than you were the previous one and you're just always learning and growing so with each one parts are harder parts are easier I don't know yeah that's a little bit like pregnancies too right (laughs) I always think every time I say like and that's like a pregnancy (laughs) go listen to that episode everybody if you haven't already Well, I have loved getting to know you today. I've loved hearing about your business and this amazing subscription box that I highly recommend to all military families going through deployment. And thank you so much for what you offer into the world and for taking the overwhelm that is so prevalent during deployment and just take, like you said, hit that easy button for at least this part of it, right? Take that overwhelm from where it is down some notches for these families, because that's, that's a huge, huge service that you provide. So thank you, Ashley. Yes. Thank you. Ashley, for my listeners who want to check out your box and, and get some for their next deployment, what is the best way for them to find you? So our website is www.countingourheroeshome.com. We'll bring you directly to our website or on Facebook and Instagram. Our tag is just at counting our heroes home. If you want to follow along and we post recipe videos and different like good tidbits. And I will say too, um, everybody can use the code deployment. So deployment capitalized for 15% off their first order. Awesome. That's wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. And you guys need to go check it out. She does have a a public page and then a private page for her subscribers, but in her public page, she's offering tips and recipes as well, just to kind of give you a taste of what's on the inside. 
So go check her out right now. You'll be so glad you did. This was so fun. I love we were talking about beforehand of what we wanted to talk about. And I'm like, I just want to, I just want to chat with you. I just want to have a discussion, hear about you, hear about your business, hear about your military experiences and particularly with deployment, since that's one main reason my listeners are here is to get those tips for deployment. And this is our big tip from this episode is do things for yourself, like these amazing subscription boxes, and especially to get that support for your kids, because that's, that's one place we can get really overwhelmed is how do I help my kids through this? This is, we like, I loved when you were like, I just want to make this as least intrusive on their lives as possible, or least disruptive. And that's the goal. And we don't always know how to accomplish it, but this is one, one big piece of that, I think. So thank you for sharing with us, Ashley. Yeah. Thanks for having me. So good luck with everything. And I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thank you. Bye. I hope that you guys enjoyed that interview. I have sure loved getting to know Ashley. She is awesome. And the service that she's offering her subscription box is incredible. Go check it out. Are you ready to take what you are learning here to the next level? Then join me for resiliency training. This is my monthly coaching program that includes a private coaching session with me each month, along with weekly content and individual email support. Start anytime for just $100 a month and continue at that rate as desired with no obligation. We can all use a little help sometimes to get through the difficulties of military life. And that's exactly the boost this program will give you. Sign up on my website, simplyresilient.net. I can't wait to work with you.